0: So hi everybody and welcome to our episode five of The Toddler Clinic. I'm Charlene from Karatani and it's great to be with you again in this um, fifth episode. So today we have a very special guest. We are talking about sleep, which is one of our number one requests and question we get at Karatani. Um, and so I've brought along today a very experienced clinician and colleague, and her name is Karen Wilcox. And you might know um, Karen from our Facebook uh, Live that you might be logging onto and seeing. So this is Karatani Kaz. <laughs> Hi, Karen. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Charlene. Thanks for inviting me. Um, It's great to have you on board and talking about this uh, really hot topic. Um, So I guess, Karen, when we're thinking about toddler sleep, and we know that, you know, being a working parent, sleep becomes really important, um, and getting our toddlers to sleep um, is one of the big things that we have. I guess... You know, from your perspective, what are some of the really key things that are important for parents to think about or understand when we're before we even
1: talking about sleep? Um, okay, so if we think about children and what's going on for them and what's happening for us when we're sleep deprived, often the relationship um, comes under a bit of um, attack, I guess, because we get tired. Um, we sometimes get run late for work or we get busy and we get stressed about being so tired so one of the first things I would talk to parents about is just tell me what your day is like how are you connecting with your child so if I'm a working mum I guess it's important to try and factor in instead of setting the alarm for say six o'clock wake if it means you set it for a bit earlier so you can get up and not be rushed so that you're not ending up kind of going come on why aren't you getting out of bed we've got to get to work we've got to get to preschool or long daycare whatever that is it's important that you factor in enough time to allow for mishaps and and i guess even repairs in the relationship as the day unfolds so the drop off's important allowing time if they're just having a wobbly day it might take a bit longer at drop off so just reassuring them because when children feel like their relationship with their parents are a bit um, I guess tense um, it's really hard to feel settled and go to sleep and sleep well and it might seem a bit lofty but we actually know it's true so you're doing the work on the relationship throughout the day um, and even stopping kind of just saying hey you know what I think you're pretty awesome and And if we've had a bad day, we've had a bad day and we've all been a bit cranky today but how about we just have some nice time together, cuddles, tell them what you like about them, that sort of thing. It's actually going to make them feel really secure and feel like, this is okay, we we can do this. Um, And they're likely to be more cooperative about bedtime. But if they're unsure, they're more likely to be argumentative. So I guess, Karen, what you're saying is that
0: we need to do a lot of hard work even when they're awake
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So even though we're talking about sleep, the things that you're talking about are actually all the stuff we do when we're awake. So making sure, like from what you're saying, is that, you know, that you're connecting with your child and, you know, that they're feeling safe and secure and they're feeling loved, even though sometimes, um, you know, they feel like they might be testing you a little bit. So that's kind of the work we need to do before we even start thinking about sleep.
1: Is that Absol- right? Absolutely, yes. yeah, because I think it's really easy to get almost resentful when especially if you're trying to change sleep patterns you think well you know the nurse said this or the doctor said this or the book said this or any of those things and you read them, you think I really want this to work because I need sleep and I know they need sleep and when it doesn't change as quickly as we want we can easily get resentful and that can carry on in the awake times so it's important to kind of separate change behavior and what you're trying to do there from the day-to-day hey you're still my guy or girl And we get along okay
0: yeah i I guess that's a really interesting thing and probably one we don't think about so much as working parents because i think we think about all those little steps that we have to get through the day you know you have to get up in the morning you've got to go through your morning routine and do that drop off and i know that we've talked in some of our um, earlier episodes around you know all that stuff around brain development is really important those connections because I guess what you're saying is that it makes it much easier when we're trying to get them to sleep and getting them to cooperate. And that was one of our last um, episodes. We talked about that, you know, getting the art of cooperation is all about feeling connected um, throughout the day, not just ready for sleep. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Um, And so I guess then thinking about that, so, okay, so that's things, you know, there's some, you know, tips that I guess you can work on in your own family around connecting and, you know, how am I picking them up from, you know, from uh, daycare or childcare or preschool or any of those things and, you know, that we get caught up in the rushing around, having to get dinner done and um, get bath done. So we can start working on those things, you know, making that a bit easier and not forgetting to connect What are some of the things about how we can, um, you know, I guess setting up bedtime? If we're trying to, if we do the hard work when we're awake, then how do we kind of transition from, you know, that dinner bath time and uh, thinking about bed?
1: Yeah. And I guess um, a couple of things. It's important to have some predictable patterns of how you, I guess, set a kind of a, a routine in your bedtime routines for children, whether that's for their day or in the evening when they're older, they might be only having the going to bed at night and getting up in the morning. Um, But doing things like um, you might have certain messages or you start to pull the blinds. You might put on certain music when it's sort of wind down time, turning on warm lights rather than the bright fluorescent lights, so putting on lamps um, and just sort of um, dimming the house, I guess, (laughs) quietening everything down is actually a really good step to just start prepping children because the little triggers that their body will respond to even even if their thoughts can't work this out their body is actually responding to all those cues Uh, and then you're saying the same sort of messages and they might they might even catch on and say I'm not going to bed it's important to kind of know who wants to end having a good time um, and so if they complain about that, you can kind of jolly them along. And say, oh, I know I'm gonna miss you too, but it's time for bed, it'll be fine. We're gonna have a bath, linking positive things to something that they mightn't like. For instance, some children don't like bath. So you know what, we're gonna have a bath and then after that, we're gonna have your favorite story or we get to have cuddle time, those sort of things. So linking what they don't particularly like with something positive that you know they do like is it one way to get them through a challenging bit of the bedtime routine. I guess the four important factors for sleep routines are that they're kind of clean, you know, face and hands are washed or they're changing into clean pyjamas, that they've had food, they've had a good diet that day, you know, so that they don't feel hungry, um, they're satisfied in that way, that they get actually this reconnection again, these words of affirmation or, you know, um, some gentle touch and cuddles All of those things are actually physical triggers um, that help children's bodies respond to getting ready for sleep, I guess. It releases uh, chemicals when we dim lights that helps them relax. Those words help settle their emotions. Um, Those gentle touches help them feel secure. So all this kind of preparation can take around probably... 30 to 45 minutes is a reasonable time for the wind down and getting ready and going off to sleep. That's a kind of important factor. So, okay, so
0: let's say that goes all well and um, and we certainly know this at Karatani, one of our experiences is, okay, so we're actually, let's get you into bed and for most of you that have toddlers, they're probably not in cots anymore. So they're in their, they're in their little uh, their beds, so uncontained in many ways. Um, so when we actually get them into bed and we've done the routine and, um, you know, oh, can you just stay, Mum? Or can you just stay, Dad? Can, one more story. Or I need a drink. Or, you know, those kind of tactics of
1: I want you to stay a bit longer. Yeah. What, what are some tips for parents around that? I guess I would always expect that you can set limits around once we... So setting the limits about how many stories are acceptable, so whether that's one or two stories. Um, and even if they try really hard to coerce you into more or I'm thirsty or whatever it is, you just need to be firm but kind in how you respond so I know but it's time for bed and you just keep saying a really simple message that it's time for bed and unless of course you had really obvious reasons they might be thirsty or something like that I wouldn't buy into any of that and just say I know but it's time for bed we can spend time together in the morning and just keep I guess not ignoring them and saying no or just hard line but actually just being really consistent with those messages now they might arc up they might start to tantrum and that's when you kind of go okay this is not about reason They're now their emotions have um are rising up they start to not know how to manage that and calm themselves down so they really need you to model calm they need you to kind of go hey hey it's come on i can see you're upset but it's time to calm down talking lower and slower really helps other people calm when they're feeling stressed that you acknowledge them, that you just try to be, I guess, present, um, but you don't kind of change the rules about that because it'll actually prolong the distress for a child because sometimes it's the transition from one state, like getting winding down for sleep and then getting tired enough to go off to sleep. And that anxiety about separating can sometimes be exacerbated as it winding down for sleep. So it's important that you stay constant, but calm and kind of, and firm, just be clear that these are the rules. They mightn't like it. We don't like a lot of things, but we still have to do some things, right? So that's the kind of message that you're going to be doing. So
0: I, so Karen, like there are really great tips about those delaying tactics. What about, when they're getting up constantly, so they're coming out constantly, or they might be asleep for a few hours, and then they, you know, they get out of bed and they're coming into your bed, and you know. So how do you keep, you know, how do you deal with those times when they're coming in and out, in and out, or they're coming into your bed um, at later times of the night?
1: Okay, so they're coming in and out. I guess as soon as that starts, um, first time I take it by surprise. If you can put them in and just walk away, and they go off to sleep, and you, You say, I'll check on you in a little bit, I'll come back, make sure you're sleeping well, those sort of things. Sometimes that's reassuring for children. They start coming out, it's important that you kind of jump up um, and kind of direct them back to bed, help them get back into bed. They kind of know by that action that you're definitely saying there's a limit here and I don't want you to keep coming out. You can ask them what's what's wrong of course, but you're going to be taking them back to bed fairly quickly and just say come on now it's time for sleep, hop back into bed. Now they might get upset and if they get upset it's important that you stay with them and help them calm down again. So I there's no point getting into dialogue about that. They might go, "Oh, you know, I'm worried about this and I'm worried about that." I guess stick with the facts that this is your bed and you're safe and it's time for sleep and mummy's here or daddy's here, just calm down, it's time for rest, those sort of things. Um, If they come out in the night and they've crawled into bed, I guess it's hard, isn't it, because you might not even realise they've hopped into your bed. But as soon as you notice that they're either coming, if you hear them, they might have something in their room that makes a noise and you go, here they come again, (laughs) I would actually be in bed and then say, hey, hey, I can hear you coming, it's time for bed, go back to bed and see if they will listen and go back. But if they don't they've made it to your door, the sooner you get up and just, you know, calmly take them back to bed, tuck them back in, it's time for sleep. One of the things that helps for children who might be, um, who tend to more do a lot of thinking and worrying is um, there's been some research that says if you give them the role of either looking after, a, say, a soft toy like a teddy where they become the protector so and you can talk about teddy sometimes having trouble sleeping all through the night and they become their protector and they look after them and and you talk to them in the day like what can you do to help teddy get back to sleep then the the child can talk to them they can hold them close they can do the things that they like you doing to them like maybe giving them you know stroking their back or giving them a pat they might know nursery rhymes those sort of things and they are really good at looking after soft toys. Now if you had a child that's not that way inclined and actually they like the idea of a teddy being a super teddy, um, there's actually lots of children's books that cover both these kind of views where the Teddy becomes a superhero and they never have to worry because they can always reach out to Teddy and talk to Teddy and make them feel better and more assured that they're okay. But at the end of the day, children sometimes do have difficult times through life where they might be having a hard time at preschool, they might be not feeling well. I guess we've kind of got to work out when is this just a light stirring and they don't know how to to get back to sleep or when are they actually really upset and need you to stay there, reassure them. The quicker you can get them calm, the quicker they'll go off to sleep. Now, what's really hard is calming ourselves. So deep breathing, positive self-talk for yourself, tag-teaming with your partner if you need to. Um, I guess just making sure you've got the right perspective when they wake up. Being prepared in winter, having your dressing gown and your slippers ready having a comfy chair in the room if they're waking up a lot at night because as soon as we're uncomfortable or cold, it's really easy to get irritated. And getting irritated will just model to them how to get more ir- irritated themselves. Okay. I think that's <laughs> well, it.
0: Well, I think they're great points. <laughs> so I guess when we bring it all together, when we're talking about sleep, absolutely, it's it's a number one thing that we all talk about and that we all crave. So I guess just in summary, Karen, what we talked about today is Do the hard work when they're awake. Do lots of connection, make sure that they, you know, what we say, that their cup is filled, that they've had enough, you know, they've had enough of you during the day, enough cuddles and affirmations throughout the day. Keep your routine, keep yourself consistent and calm. Um, Remember when you're calm and consistent, your toddler's going to be calm. Um, And I guess if they're getting up all the time, it's back to bed every time, um, no matter how hard it might seem all right so we wish you lots of luck with your quest and getting a toddler to sleep if you had any further questions don't um, hesitate to contact us once again i'm charlene from karatani and this has been our interview today with karatani kaz thanks everybody see you later